Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the bowl edition. Check us out on HerFantasyFootball.com and on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. All right, you guys, we're getting into late January. And it's cold. Thanks for joining us tonight (laughs) for the bowl show. It is cold. You guys are cold. I'm in Milwaukee. It was freezing here. Yeah, that's rough. We did have like 60 degree weather for the Broncos game on Sunday. I have to say that was very nice. Yeah, we can't complain. No, we can't. (laughs) We can't. We're going to get started with the Super Bowl. In fact, it's nine more days until the big show, you guys. The big show. Denver Broncos and Seattle Seahawks have made it into the bowl. We are so excited that our home team is there. So excited. We called it. I mean, no, we actually call the Browns, but the Broncos, just as good. (laughs) Just as good as the Browns. And actually, I don't know if you guys saw our Twitter page, but um, there there are uh, hashtag Omaha sweatshirts and T-shirts made in Broncos colors in case you're looking for apparel for the big game. Hashtag Omaha. I was at a bar watching the game, and every time we would score, some guy got up and started... An Omaha chant. Omaha! Omaha! The whole bar was chanting Omaha. You would think we were in Nebraska, but no. It's so funny. I love love Peyton's response. I have been there once for a charity event. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know people in Omaha are cheering for the Broncos to win. Oh, absolutely. Well, you heard about the Omaha Stakes deal, right? No. Yeah, so Omaha Stinks wanted to pay him because of all the advertising, because it was said like 600-some times. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you know, we're paying him for, to support Omaha Stinks, which he wasn't, but then they're like, maybe we should. <laughs> Seriously, I would. You know, it's funny, I said something to my husband during the game. I was like, man... What is up with this Omaha stuff? Like, why does he keep saying Omaha over and over again? But he's done it, it all season. I never listen. But I think the mic was so high on his on his helmet that it just it all you could hear was Omaha the whole time they were on the field, and so I, I hadn't really noticed it until this last game. I thought it was. I mean, it was really funny, really funny. I love. Well, it. they keep miking him up. I mean, now it's this running gag. Right, it's like everybody's waiting for him to say Omaha, and at least last week he mixed it up with Marshall, which actually is his son's name. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, so Marshall and Omaha. You know, I was I was like uh, probably eight months pregnant in in the elevator, seeing my doctor, and some man walked in and was like, "Oh, you got a football player in there?" I was like, "No, actually." <laughs> I have a wife to a football player in here. Thank you very much. If you know Peyton Manning's, uh, please send him my way. We can hook his son and my daughter up. That would be great. That would be and great. And we giggled. It was a nice moment. Um, so would Marshall go with Scarlett or Genevieve? Marshall. It doesn't. His uh, which, name does, which name goes better? Scarlett Manning or Genevieve Manning? I think Genevieve Manning actually. Genevieve plays. Manning sounds nice, doesn't sounds it? It's pretty good. It does. I like that. Yeah. And she's the younger woman. 
It fits. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll let Marshall make By those decisions. <laughs> a year can make all the difference in a world. Am I right, ladies? Am I That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Ashley's team name for fantasy is Mrs. Manning. Um, which is funny because Peyton's wife is actually named Ashley. So it's all appropriate. It's all, it all makes sense. Mine's um, Team Seagal because <laughs> I had a huge crush on Steven Seagal when I was three. And I don't know why. And she still has a crush <laughs> on him. Um, I do and a little for bit. Years. His new cop uniform, I'm kind of into it. <laughs> <laughs> for years, I thought it was Seagal's. Yeah. <laughs> And I wondered why she wanted, like, what kind of, like, things she had with the sea, with the ocean. I had this whole narrative (laughs) in my head as to why she selected that name. I was way off. Way off. Way. Way off. With the goals. Yeah. So what do you ladies think, you guys? Who's going to win this Broncos game? Are we all homers? The Broncos game. Oh, the Broncos (laughs) game. That's what we're calling it. That's what I'm calling it. Um, You know, I'm really excited about this. I'm excited about the the championship game. I think it's super awesome. To me, the two best teams going into the NFL at the beginning in August were these two teams. And so I think it's great that these are the two teams still standing. I love it. The best defensive team, the best offensive team. I'm ready for the showdown. I think that – I think it's Broncos. I say that. I think it's Broncos. I think it's the Broncos too. I think there's just too much offensive firepower right now. I mean, obviously the Seattle, as you said, top defense, and they're great. And obviously, we'll get into the whole Sherman situation. Um, I love him. I like him too. It's uh, we'll get into it. But he looks I, like Coolio. You guys, Google Coolio from the '90s. Put him up next to Sherman. The man looks just like the rapper Coolio. It's nuts. And I loved Coolio. And I loved I love Coolio, Coolio too. too. I know. It's so what was his... in most our lives. Living in a gangster's paradise. was a dangerous mind. What was his other jam that was so good? The uh, Oh, there was um, a slow one that was terrible, but I loved it because it, it was involved so bad. A, involved a car. Involved... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this isn't a show if one of us is not singing some highly inappropriate song. <laughs> And I don't know why I sang it like Molly Shannon or something on <laughs> Saturday Night Live, but it's because it's, I can't possibly be Coolio. Coolio is so too cool. cool for me. It's so good. It's like, I grew hey, up in the 90s. Hey, na, 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 na. It's, it's part of the beat on it. Well, I'm thank you, good. Ashley. Yeah, that's completely <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to think about it, though, because it's going to drive me crazy. Oh, I, I, I do love... have to say, in Vegas, the Broncos are favored by 2.5 points. That was not the case before the games were played last Sunday. People had Seattle winning the Super Bowl. But once the Broncos played New England and they won, you know. Dominated. Dominated. Uh, Talking to you, the real pod vader. Ashley, that's so mean. He had said, real pod vader had said that they were going to win. And he, he was like talking about the mile high they could celebrate with all the pod here. And I was like, more like they're going to like blur out the pain of losing. And I think that's actually what happened. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, Tom Brady said he has no interest in watching the Super Bowl. Of course he doesn't. Oh, so. my gosh. Have you got, did you guys see <laughs> the Tom Brady? Some guy put together this clip. 
And it goes, you know, like Tom Brady, he's got three Super Bowls and nine, you know, Pro Bowl appearances. And it goes, but why can't the guy get a high five? And it shows him <laughs> over and over again with his teammates walking by him when he's trying to give him a high five and them all ignoring him. <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious. We're going to post on the site. It's amazing. Supposedly it's a thing. Like they do it on purpose. I mean, obviously they do it on purpose because it happens over and over again. But... It's a thing that should stop because it really is uncomfortable. <laughs> when you <laughs> see it over and over again, and he has a sad look on his face. And it's, it's hilarious. Aww. I think Giselle is banning the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's going she's gonna to come out there and be like, we're done. She's going to shut it down. <laughs> she's going to shut it down. She, do you know she makes the most money modeling out of anyone she makes like $42 million a year. I don't just think I've even life. seen her do any work recently. Oh, no, she's everywhere. And she's all over Europe. She's the cover of like Italian Vogue every other week. Mm. Oh. I'd like to point out a very important fact here that I found a song and it was Fantastic Voyage. That's the song we were thinking Fantastic of. Fantastic Voyage. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Coolio. But what was the and lame slow song? That's right. Thank you, Coolio. What was the lame slow song, though? I did, a, I did an interpretive dance to it at a dance camp. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's for a whole other podcast. That <laughs> you what? Who they does made an interpretive us, dance to Coolio? Uh, they made us act like we were growing like, like a flower. I'm not kidding. This Coolio. is a real story. So and good. I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever done in my life. And it was to Coolio. That's awesome. That's not what you do to Coolio. You, like, kick your seat back in your car, you roll your windows down, and you cruise to Coolio. You don't do an interpretive dance. No, you got you to gotta keep your windows rolled up so everyone doesn't smell all the marijuana coming out of your vehicle, Ashley. Well, that, 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 that's, that's, for, that's for your vehicle, That's Courtney. the rule. We've, hey, we've and by the way, <laughs> it's the pot bowl. Everybody's calling it the pot bowl. It what do you guys think bowl. about that? The two states that have legalized marijuana... Or well, in the championship game. It's not legal yet, though, in Washington. It's going to be. We're, we were the first. Again, oh. another reason Sorry, why we're going to win. We're going right? to win. We're going <laughs> to win. <laughs> I mean, I think what's important is that this year I learned that if it smells bad, it's better. That's right. Yeah. And Clearly thanks to Brian, this podcast. I had no clue what we were talking about. No. I Our, thought, why can't he afford good pot? Because <laughs> to me, good pot would smell like roses. <laughs> Definitely would, does not smell like roses. That's Chanel pot. That's Do you know Chanel pot. has a um, a trademark on their roses? Like their brand of rose is specifically theirs. Wow, Brandon, you're just full of fun facts tonight. Are. <laughs> you should spray some Chanel on and do an interpretive dance, Brandon. To Coolio. To yeah. grow like a flower, like a Chanel flower. The, the trademarked flower. There you I go. I've been trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. It's too good. It's too good. All right. Well, as we have all season long, we've made predictions on the game. Who's going to win the championship game, ladies? Is it going to be the Denver Broncos or the Seattle Seahawks? Broncos. Well, we're Broncos homers, so clearly we're all going to say. No, but it's not just, I really do Broncos. think that they don't have enough yeah. offense to back. They've got a great defense, but. If they get behind, I don't think Russell Wilson can get him out of the hole. As if the Broncos get behind, 
Peyton Manning can. Yeah, and our defense has stepped it up a little bit recently. So I think a lot. So I think that's the big thing. Yeah. They can stop Marshawn Lynch. That's really where the firepower for their team is. That's right. I that's saw, right. I actually so I've watched all the Broncos games, right? Not really front to back because I do watch a lot of red zone, but quite a bit of them. I try to spend as much time with my Broncos as I can. Um, but last week was the first time that I was kind of um, in awe of them. I, I literally thought, I don't know how anyone can defend these people. They're crazy. These people are nuts. I mean, Demarius Thomas, Julius Thomas, Wes Walker, Eric Decker. Like, no Sean Moreno is all over the place. He is not getting enough credit this year. Nope. And I, I was literally kind of flabbergasted. And maybe it was because the Patriots, like, acted like they didn't want to play the game. Did anyone else sense that? I literally thought the Patriots had no impetus to be there. They were like, whatever. I kind of feel like that's how they've been all season. But yeah. I, I was confused. I was confused by their play. At least, like, the San Francisco-Seattle game, I kind of was like, I don't know who's going to win. And both teams were really fighting for it. I thought Bill Belichick was just really overwhelmed from, like, quarter one. That was just, like, in general, like, the Niners-Seahawks game was a hard-hitting game. I mean, there were some hits in that game. And I'm sorry, Mm. showing the broken leg over and over and over and over and over again. (laughs) It was terrible. I actually tweeted NFL or Fox Sports about it. It's like, stop. You did. Not that they listen. Yeah, not that they're going to listen, but I tweeted at them. I got retweeted a few times and favorited and whatever, but... Yeah, I was like, stop showing that play in all caps. I'm done. Stop <laughs> it, it. Over and over again. It's crazy. Everybody, everybody, not everyone, but most people have DVRs now, and they can rewind that and see it as many times as they'd like themselves. We personally do not need to see it yeah. 20 times. Well, I think they're trying to kill time because obviously they've got the injuries, so what are they going to show? But please don't show me that play over and over again. And with all of these crazy hard-hitting you know, hitting plays, We've got the whole Wes Welker play, and this is the big to-do mm. with Talib. Yeah, I mean, so if, if you guys didn't see it, uh, Wes Welker came in, ran a route while Ju- Julius Thomas is going to catch the ball, runs a route, and runs into Talib. And that's basically what the I'm sure the you know play was set up to do, was for him to interfere with Talib so he can't get to uh, Julius so he can catch the ball. Well, sure. I mean, everyone runs these plays. It's just to knock somebody out of, like, the catching zone. It's not to knock somebody out of the game. Now, Mr. Belichick thought very differently, and he thought it was very intentional and the worst play he's ever seen. This was wow, a standard Belichick. block route. Standard, standard block route. I don't, it didn't even seem, it didn't even cross my mind twice as it being, like, a crazy, dirty play. No. And we've seen some, like, intense blocks where it's like, whoa, that was not okay. And this was not one of those plays. And it makes you just wonder again as far as the weird animosity that, you know, I think happened between Belichick and Welker. With, you know, with them not being willing to put up money for Welker. And now he's here with us. Now we're going, you know, the Super Bowl. I mean, there was just weird underlying hostility there that had nothing to do with that play. No. Absolutely. I'm going to say this as a compliment. Wes Welker is a hobbit. (laughs) 
If How is that a compliment? Trying to tell me <laughs> that Wes Welker is this dangerous dude who just knocked your star aggressive defensive guy out on purpose, maybe we need to have a conversation. <laughs> Wes Welker is like a diminutive man out I, I, there. I like what Terrell Davis said on NFL Network. He's like, if you're saying the Denver Broncos took their smallest guy who has just <laughs> had two concussions to take out your best, best defensive player, like, you are nuts. If exactly. you're going to make a play to take him out, it's going to be Julius Thomas because he's a big man. And he can take a guy he out. He can absorb that hit a bit better. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't stick a guy who can barely play. You know, he probably won't even know his name at the age of 50. And have him take out Tlaib. I'm sorry. It's just nuts. Or throw a nuts. second or third string guy in like Tammy or Dreesen, who if it does right. get hurt, isn't going to impact the entire game. It's not Wes Welker who even waiting to come back. He's oh, wearing man. a dome on his head. Okay, his helmet is bigger than he is. You're <laughs> trying to tell me that this guy is the killer that the NFL needs to watch out for? It's crazy. Well, the NFL came out today and said it was a legal hit, and they called Belichick, and uh, basically they're going to have discussions on whether or not this is going to be legal next year, but they're going to agree to disagree for now. So, uh, And I'm sorry. Know, Belichick doesn't get to be the guy that enforces rules because he doesn't abide by rules himself. So, come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I love that they actually called him, though, to be like, yeah, let's agree to disagree. So that's the controversy for the Denver Broncos. Now the controversy for Seattle, Mr. Sherman. Well, (laughs) you want to tell a little story, Ashley? I, so he, he was recorded. They actually played the recording. And it, it, what did he say? He's basically like, great game. Is that what he said to Crabtree? He said, H-E double hockey sticks of a game. H-E double hockey sticks of a game. Yeah, I'm sure in the heat of the moment. And as someone, you know, that played sports, all of us played sport at some point in time, including Brandon. Not um, well. Not <laughs> but, you know, if Corey and I both played competitively for a long time. And I will I did tell not you. Compete. Yeah, Brandon did not play competitively. But, you know, we could right. have a whole podcast about freshman year mm-hmm. basketball, but yeah. we don't have the time, people. It would be too great. We'd have to make that a video <laughs> podcast to really make it impactful. But, you know, there's moments, you know, where you're playing a sport and you, it's not mean. It's just you're hyped up. You know, I remember playing basketball, and I would never hurt anybody. And I'm, like, dropping elbows on people like nobody's business. You're in the game. It's aggressive. And I don't think we can blame him. And what he said, like, I'm sure Erin Andrews was a little taken back. I mean, we all know she was, and her face was classic during that interview. (laughs) But I thought it was awesome. As far as what he said, it was he was hyped up. He was energetic. There was I didn't think there was anything that terribly said. I get why if you're a Broncos fan, you're like, whatever, we'll see you then. And I know we're, you know, in the minority. But I like the guy. I like his energy. I think people's behavior as far as using the N-word on Twitter, get over yourself unacceptable on all levels the whole calling him a thug i think they're basically saying it's kind of the modern day way of using the n-word without saying it um it's kind which of i think is personally is bs there are plenty of thugs out there that are different <laughs> ethnicities trust yeah. me 
Ashley, I know you've dated a few of them. I do. Um, a ton of them. Yeah. All different ethnicities. Yes, but plenty of thugs. <laughs> yeah. There's thugs in every color of the rainbow, baby. But... I do have to say, this started when Crabtree did an interview, and they asked him, how do you feel, or something about going against the best corner in the league. And he's like, well, I wouldn't say he's the best corner in the league, and I don't look at individual players on the defense. I look at the defense as a whole. And so that's what got him all riled up for the game. And yeah. so after that game, he was like, don't tell me I'm not the best corner in the world, blah, blah, you know, like. Um, but whatever, you're right. It's the end of the game. Who cares? He's pumped up. It is what it is. And get over it. No, he's not Peyton Manning. Okay. Yes, Peyton Manning got interviewed right after the game, and he was very sweet and just very, you know, oh, the, the New England Patriots are a great team. You know, whatever. It's, it's different. It's, it's fine. But that will never be Peyton Manning. No, and, you know, and he is and who he is. Sherman went to Stanford. You know, I mean, like, I'm, again, I dated lots of thugs. I have not dated a thug from Stanford. I don't think they exist. No. In fact, I don't. I don't think they're. Find know, me. Yeah, I'd like to chit chat. You can't. You can't get to Stanford as a thug. I mean, like, come on. He was the salutatorian at his high school with yeah, a four point two GPA. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's and it's, it's an unfortunate situation, but it's like the guy's hyped up, and that's kind of his personality. It's kind of the same thing with Des Bryant. You're never going to see Des Bryant have this insanely classy interview right after a game. It's not going to happen. Well, no, because he's already walked Des. into the locker room. Yeah, so he's already we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't want that from Des. That's not that's not what Des brings to the team. Des brings a fire and an energy, and, to, and whether you like it or not, that kind of friction that sometimes a lot of players feed off of, and that's what Des brings to the team. That's what Sherman brings to his team. You know, Peyton Manning well, brings something totally different to the Broncos. And Sherman had just made the winning play. Yeah, and, great play. And he went up to Crabtree, which I think, yes, is inappropriate because Absolutely. you're right. You don't say what a you know what a game to a guy who just lost. <laughs> that's not nice. You know, I'm sure that's not what he meant by it. But then you know, Crabtree retaliates and hits the guy in the helmet. You know, right in the face. And we're not talking about how Crabtree just punched a guy. We're talking about you know Sherman's interview afterwards. You know, so yeah, he's fired up. He just he's going to the Super Bowl, and some guy just punched him in the face. So yeah, he's mad. What we should be talking about is Aaron Andrews. Aaron Andrews. <laughs> she. Oh my goodness! I mean, she didn't know what to do. I, I thought you know it was what? hilarious. I, I thought it was talking funny about too. You. But somebody <laughs> blamed the fact that this is being such a big deal by her facial expressions. I'm like, oh please, oh. please. That's why you pay her is for her facial expressions. Give me a break. Come on. I'm gonna bring this up again it. when we talk about the Pro Bowl. But it's interesting because I think the league and college football. Do you guys ever watch Key and Peele? No. These two comedians at Comedy Center. So they have this whole running bit about football players being interviewed after the game. And all they do is repeat the same words. Team win. Execution. Like, <laughs> and it's team win. Execution. I held the ball. Got to do a team win. Like, because they, they, they meter these guys. They just 
take out their whole personality and make them just recite these words to us. It's kind of fun, like tonight with the Pro Bowl, when they had this, like, you know, uh, the draft cam or whatever, where they were showing players talking. It's fun to actually hear these people talk like they are. And, like, this is who Richard Sherman is, and I enjoy him. In fact, you have a new fan, Richard Sherman. I was, I think it's refreshing. I don't want to hear about, you know, groomed agent talk. I'm sick of it. I've heard the same things over and over again. It's the same reason why we were talking about Philip Rivers earlier. We were saying that he, you know, I'm sure we've talked about this before on the show too, the bolo tie interviews where he gets on there and he's just crazy Philip Rivers, but he's so much more fun when he's crazy Philip Rivers. No. I he's like so much that more guy. fun in a bolo tie. I don't even know what he said. I was just staring at the bolo tie. It's jewelry as far as I'm concerned, but my husband and I fight about that. But I think it's fun. I want to hear them be themselves. So I say cheers. You know what? Whatever. Other people, like, what do you think these guys are like after they've just been running up and down the field being crazy? They're probably a little crazy. That's what mode they're in. Well, it's funny because they had interviewed Sherman and he had said, I believe it was Larry Fitzgerald. And Larry Fitzgerald is probably the wide receiver equivalent of a Peyton Manning. Classic, yeah, like, yeah it's just classy, totally classy. And I think there, I think he had Sherman had said something. There was a play, and uh, Sherman knocked the ball down, and <laughs> Larry walked up to him and was like, "Hey, man, you're you're playing really well this year, and you're playing really great." Just total compliment. And Sherman was like, "Don't talk to me like that. Don't 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 get me out of my groove." And it threw him for a loop because he's like, "I like the, the crab trees talking crap to me because it gets the dog out of me. Like it gets me fired up. I don't want Larry Fitzgerald being like, "Hey, you're playing great." It's like it brings my funk down, you know. And it, it is it's kind of a weird vibe because you're you're, you're competitors. You know, the other oh, day you're competitors, yeah, and if so somebody's good. tapping my tush and being like, "Wow, that was a really great spike, Ashley," I'd be like, "Excuse me." It'd be it's weird. <laughs> You know, and so I just think that's funny that he feeds off the energy of other people, probably similar to Crabtree. This is a competitive environment. You know, he knows that Sherman's a great cornerback, whether he thinks he's the best or not, you know, whatever. But that fuels his fire that he wants to be the best cornerback in the league. And this is a competitive sport, people. This, we're not out here to make best friends of your competitors. And he's awesome. And he's he awesome. has the lowest quarterback rating when people throw to him in the league. Yeah. Hello. He's, legit. He's amazing. Hello. All, we, all I have to say, Ashley, is we better seek some Wes yeah. Welker on that guy and I take know. him out. Well, take all, him the, out. all the wide receivers better go up and like pat his tush and tell him how great he played in the game last week. I love how everyone's comparing him to um, Demarius. It's like, no, you guys, Wes Welker. He's our Wes enforcer. Yeah. He is going to take that guy down. Oh, he's a brute. <laughs> He's a brute. Our, our hobbit in the dome helmet. It's like you didn't see it coming, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait until the seventh sequel, and then I'm really taking you down. What I the? love it. I love it. Well, this <laughs> perfectly transitions us into the Pro Bowl. They drafted their team's people Wednesday night. Here we go. It's a little different this year. Um, I know nobody's really interested in the Pro Bowl anymore. Therefore, they've changed it. It's no AFC, NFC against each other. It is. I love that. It is like a fantasy free-for-all, and I'm in love with it, too. 
Yeah, so this year they, they appointed two general managers of sorts, uh, Jerry Rice and Deion Sanders Prime, and um, they got to pick their captains ahead of time. Their coaches are assigned to them. And um, and then they also did a day one. Ladies, did you guys know about this day one? No, no. I did not. But I and they love didn't put it on television, right? They no. did. Day one was where they selected a couple of the non-specialized players like the uh, – inside linebackers and you've got you know the internal line sorry the high specialized players you mean like the punter and lawn kicker you mean because that's the best that that's the the best i love how that's who they announced last and the best of the last the lawn snapper the lawn snapper (laughs) they did announce that last it was so weird it was the best what was really interesting is that the first person they had come out was Indomitian Sue. And I was like, oh, we didn't put him on the day that's televised? That's yeah. weird. Well, weird. I, it, I think it was due to his position. But he yeah. was the first one picked on day one. Technically, he was the first overall yeah. pick, if you will. But <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Technically, yes. Technically. Uh, yeah, so they went through and they went pick by pick by pick. And um, we learned that Drew Brees is not 22 anymore. He came out there with his khakis and his black belt, yeah. just like Jim Harbaugh. He's and, not even 50 um, anymore. Wow. He's, he is coach material <laughs> physically. <laughs> he is, I mean, and he was really serious. He was very into his notes. And so he's sitting there, and, and then on the side, you got J.J. Watt, and you've got Jamal Charles, which I think I want to hang out with Jamal Charles. I don't know about you guys. That's what was kind of fun about this. So as they're picking people, they, they kind of get a moment to shine, to talk, actually. And some yeah. of these guys that you don't really, you know, maybe pay as much attention to, maybe some of the free safeties or the, you know, the guys that are just quieter. It was fun to see their personalities and stuff. And and I would say that was my favorite part about this evening that, and kind of looking at the defense in individual players, because I know you can in fantasy play individual players, of course. And we do look at who's on what team, but we kind of look at the overall team for fantasy, at least for this show. So it was kind of fun to see them featured. Yeah, no, definitely. No, I, I think, they don't matter, and I, I would have rathered see uh, you know Cam Newton talk some more. To be honest, because uh, he was hilarious, <laughs> and I'm in love with him. Um, just he was charming. I think Eric Weddle was one of my favorites, laying down, saying oh, that he's been yes. there for 17 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that he hadn't shaved his beard. His beard was shaved when he got there. I mean, hysterical. that was good. And he's a that charger, and I was like, oh, I hate you, but I actually really like you now. <laughs> I actually wrote in my notes, is Eric Weddle single? Ashley, you should Google this. <gasps> that was my exact thought. A, I was like, the beard I'm on board, and B, he's hilarious. Right. No, literally, he was mm-hmm. one of my favorite people. Yeah. That's on my notes. I, I appreciate, Brian, that you make notes, not just on like the actual statistics, but who I should date as well. <laughs> well, Josh Freeman is no longer yeah, the he's, guy. He's off so. the list. No, oh, yeah. Big time off the list, people. Big time. <laughs> Rest in peace, my friend. Um, well, yeah, so it's different. It's more of a fantasy draft, and I'm into it. I think the fans are going to be into it. And I loved that everybody was wearing khaki shorts and flip-flops. The same khaki shorts. Yes, they all got lays to their colored teams. Uh, Sanders' team was yellow, and, and Rice's team was orange. And, uh, 
you know, I just I thought it was really cute. Well done. I had a lot, I had a lot of fun watching it. I thought it was fun. I was into it. Yeah, no, I agree. I would love even more about the players. I really, I really had a great time. And it's kind of back to this Richard Sherman thing where it was nice to see Richard Sherman's real personality. It was really nice to see all those guys that have, have done such a good job all year actually being highlighted and being able to spend that time the way they want to. You know, yeah. and I, I felt like I really learned something about them. Well, I like it as well. So as we said, uh, Jerry Rice and Deion Sanders have their own teams, which are coached by NFL coaches, um, which Jerry Rice's team is coached by Rivera. Ashley, who's uh, who's uh, Sanders' team coached by? Oh, yeah, the Colts, the Colts. coach. Pagano. Yeah. Pagano. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go ahead and call out that I'm for Jerry Rice's team all the way. I could care less about Sanders' team, that coach, and uh, – and Andrew Luck. So thank goodness all three of them are put together. <laughs> I'm rooting against you. I'm sorry, Cammie Newton. I love you. But moving on. Did you? I think that primetime, <laughs> he stole our Cammie Camp, Camp, Camp. I was like, how dare you, sir? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? I know. Oh, so yeah. good. Ashley, who is on Sanders' team this? So our captains um, were Jamal Charles and J.J. Watt. Um, as, as mentioned, and it was really, like you're saying, it was really fun to kind of have that back and forth between actually Sanders and Jerry Rice, because you can tell they like each other, they're friends, but it was kind of fun to see them just in each other. And there's a bunch of, obviously, a bunch of poor players on the team, but I just picked some of the specialty positions. Um, Andrew Luck is the first string quarterback with Cam Newton second string, and Nick Foles was third. Running backs, Jamal Charles, Eddie Lacy, and then Alfred Morris. Our fullback was Marcel Reese. Wide receivers, Dex Bryant, uh, Antonio Brown, A.J. Green, and Deshaun Jackson. The, the, the starters are um, Des Bryant and uh, A.J. Green. And then Jordan Cameron is the starting tight end with Jason Witten backing him up. And is it just me, or was Justin Tucker and Goskowski like, ridiculously cute? I'm like, since when were the kickers this cute? I know. Uh, <laughs> and I Tucker know. had a, gr- a great interview, too. He was on my list, along with Weedle. Yeah. Um, Did he make your list for me, Brandon? I hope so. Yeah, he's adorable. And I uh, I will say, I looked it up. Eric Weddle is married, Ugh. and he's Mormon. Unfortunate. Mm. Yeah, so so that's, you know, we grew up so in Colorado. Tucker so Tucker it is. Mm. Yeah, so <laughs> Tucker it is, because you don't have a chance with him. But yeah, no, I thought I thought they were adorable, and I kind of thought everyone was adorable. It was such a nice setting. It's Hawaii. I mean, how mad can you be? It is interesting because, yeah, when you're looking at and I'm sure Brandon, because she's going to, or Courtney's going to review the uh, Rice's team, but they kind of went pretty heavily on the defense, Sanders did. You know, I think the very first defensive player picked was from them, and it was a cornerback, no surprise, with primetime. So that was kind of interesting, too, that they had a little bit more of a defensive focus than I think Jerry's team did. Yeah, well, they did. And, you know, their their captains were Drew Brees and Robert Quinn, um, a defensive guy. And uh, I think they just <laughs> – it seemed like Drew Brees drafted this sucker. I don't know about you guys. They got all five New Orleans Saints guys who went to the Pro Bowl <laughs> on, on Jerry yes. Rice's team. So, And I don't think Quinn even talked until, like, the sixth round. Like, they didn't even let him choose a name until then. It was very yeah. bizarre. 
Yeah, quit, uh, Rice is just like, man, I know I'm older, but Breeze, you look older, so you can pick all the teams, all the guys, because that's what happened. Uh, we have Philip Rivers and Alex <laughs> Smith. Alex Smith, which was, he was the last guy picked. Nobody wants to be the last guy. Um, of course he was, because again, but he looked good. Nobody respects Alex. He did look good. Let's he looked good. Oh, he's on put the him list. on the list. Put I'm him googling on the list. him right he's now. He's handsome. Yeah, I was Google. into him. I, I was like, you. will you please not keep not getting picked? So every time they go into this shielded area of you people, that it's only Alex Smith, because I, I loved it. I mean, he loved was Mister Irrelevant of the Pro Bowl, but like they said, I mean, like how irrelevant are you? You're the Pro Bowl. I mean, you're obviously clearly very relevant. <laughs> but I was like, of course, he didn't get the respect and was picked last. Poor Alex well, Smith. it's hard too because the captain was a quarterback, you know. Yeah, and they forced I mean, and they made the quarterbacks be the last pick, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, probably for um, Running backs, we have LaShawn McCoy, Matt Forte, who didn't get picked until late as well, and DeMarco Murray. We also have Mike Tolbert for them. And then Brandon Marshall, Josh Gordon, Alshon Jeffries, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jimmy Graham, Tony Gonzalez. And then, you know, a bunch of other guys for defense. (laughs) But the most important one is the kicker, Goskowski. There you are. Thank you, New England, for representing and sending your kicker. (laughs) <laughs> love it <laughs> love it yeah I am um, well first of all I don't think Drew Brees wants to run it at all I think if he had his choice he wouldn't have picked any running backs I think he just wants to throw it to all those big receivers I think he's literally salivating as we speak he's they, like oh they clearly have Brandon the better receiving core there don't you think they have the better receiving core and yet Minus Jimmy Graham, they really picked defensive players. Now, when I had looked on um, NFL Network earlier, they had Deshaun, um, or sorry, Sanders' team um, favored to win by quite a bit. But I, I think Rice has the better team. I mean, again, this is Pro Bowl, people. This is like fantasy playing with only one other person you're playing against. You have an amazing crew regardless, but... I'm sorry, Josh Gordon, Alshon Jeffries on one team. I think all things held even, you've got a very pissed off Brandon Marshall, which means that they're going to win, Jerry Rice. They're going to win. (laughs) Because he had four touchdowns last year. I mean, that's never happened. And he's angry. I mean, he was pissed. Well, they told them they were going to go with youth. I'm like, in the Pro Bowl? (laughs) I mean, this isn't a dynasty league. You don't get to keep them. Maybe you're gonna go with Because Sanders had a theory that he wanted someone young. He didn't want anybody who had been to the Pro Bowl more than three times because he thought that they'd have more fight in them. (laughs) This is why I don't like Sanders. (laughs) One of many. I mean, I do like you, Sanders. Don't Uh, think I don't like you. But we're talking you against Rice. I'm going for Rice. Therefore, I don't like you, Sanders. And uh, no, it's bad. This is why he's bad. I don't care if Brandon Marshall is 22 or 30. That man has enough fight in him for. All, all the players on the team. Yeah, I'm just angry looking at him. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared <laughs> here in Milwaukee right now. He may come after me in my I'm sleep. Terrified. That guy's huge. That was the other thing too. It was kind of fun to see how big big people were. Nick Foles. Who knew that guy was a giant? Did you see him standing next to Alex Smith? Yeah. And no, yet, I didn't because I was staring at Alex Smith. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't notice anybody cute. else. Was there someone else next to him? crazy well he is 
hilarious to me, but he's also a giant. I was just blown away. I was like, whoa, I had no idea. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I, I felt like this, this process was really interesting. Um, I wish I would, I, I would like to know their game plan though. That's the only thing I thought was missing other than I want them to be under three pro bowls, which to me means nothing, but you know, I'm building a team that's stronger in receivers because I have Drew Brees. I would have liked to have had that conversation a little bit more, a little more strategy. Yeah. I think maybe you know, after the fact, because you don't want to release what your strategy is ahead of time, but afterwards saying this is what we, this is the why we made the moves we did. Well, I thought it was interesting that the first pick was Andrew Luck. That's which... what I was about to ask. So do you think that Andrew Luck is a better quarterback than all of those other quarterbacks other than obviously Drew Brees had already been selected as a captain? No. I think they purely wanted to get him off camera as quickly as possible in that horrendous hat. <laughs> <laughs> the producers were like, you pick him first or You else. pick him first. We have to get him off air. That hat was God. terrible. It reminded me of that safari hat I got in Disney World back when I was like seven. That you wore for like 10 years. I was say that. It's totally a hat that we all bought in Disney World in like the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Safari hats. Mm. Mm. But in neon so bad. Or neon orange. Orange with over the little, I mean, come on. Why is he obsessed with looking his worst? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever, have, has he ever even looked his best? I haven't seen it. No, he tries though the neck beard the hat like it's an effort he puts in an effort so that's why i don't even feel bad about it listen i'm sure he can clean up okay whatever but he puts in an effort to look as bad as possible at all times it's amazing i've never seen anything like it it's kind of like you know when you go um like on guys facebook pages and you're like why would you ever post that picture of yourself (laughs) Do you know what I'm yes. talking about? Like yes. every man should have to have to like you are oh. not allowed to actually open up an account until there has been a female there to approve your pictures. Because why? Why are you doing it, Andrew? Look, why are you putting that hat on? <laughs> was there not any woman there that was like, take it off? I'll tell you what, Cam Newton would never wear that hat. Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. It's not Mm-mm. even about being a woman. It's about having eyesight. <laughs> I'm just telling you. No way. Cam Newton would never wear that hat. Alex Smith would never dream of wearing that hat. Drew Brees would not wear that hat, and he's 50. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you guys, it's an effort. That's why I can't can't understand. He puts in an effort to look this way. The neck beard is still killing me. And now that he's, like, kind of shaved it, it's actually worse, I think. It's all just bad. He's just bad. The moral of the story is they had to get him off air immediately. Wow. There you go. <laughs> and, and that's why he was And that's picked. why he was the first pick. And uh, he seems they, nice. Although seems Sanders nice. had made some comments of like he had promised Pagano that he would take a look first. Because Cam didn't seem too happy. Ugh, that. that makes me want to puke all over all of their faces. Seriously. <laughs> you have to promise you'll take Andrew Luck first. Promise, promise I'll promise my boy. you nothing. All right, man? I am, I am picking here. You just sit on the sidelines and pretend like you're calling plays. Stop it. That, that is obnoxious. Ugh, I hate the calls. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Andrew Luck, I wouldn't draft him early as a QB next year unless they up their wide receiver core. Yeah. If we're talking about real fantasy, because this is a fantasy football show. 
Next year, I don't think I'd do that. However, the next pick of Jimmy Graham, I think he might be the number one pick of next year's draft for fantasy football. Absolutely. And I actually liked that they went with that as their first picks. I think it makes a statement of just how impactful of a player he is. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. And I think that Jimmy Graham's interview before he got picked was completely appropriate. Like, hello, Drew Brees. Do you remember all those touchdowns I caught for you? Glasses raised. Hello. Like, pick me. And sure enough, they did. And they should have. They should have. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, granted, he gets the ball thrown to him more than anybody else. That's not going to happen here in the Pro Bowl because we have Alshon Jeffries and Marshall and and Gordon all, all on the same team. So it's going to be quite – it's going to be fun. It's, I'm excited for the Pro Bowl this year. That's, yeah. that's where I'm going with that. Any players that were passed on from making the Pro Bowl at all that you're surprised about? Well – Apparently, people do not vote for Gingers, as Andy Dalton was not in the mix, and he outperformed Rivers, Russell Wilson, Foles, Tom Brady, Alex Smith. He outperformed all of them this year and didn't get a nod. You know, I mean, he isn't super flashy. You know, he did throw a bunch of interceptions. I get it. But the guy had a great season. You know, so I was a little surprised by that one. And this is not a Homer pick, but it was kind of shocking that no Sean Marino was not even nominated. Like, Grand, he's in the Super Bowl and wouldn't be able to make it, but he wasn't even an option. And he had an insane season this year. I, I mean, the guy freaking cried the fountain of youth down his face, you know, and, you know, <laughs> he can't get any love. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I, I will say Chris Johnson, that also surprised me a bit just because he had such a resurgence kind of year this year. But I get he's burned maybe too many people to get a vote of confidence from them. So I can maybe get that one. But for me, I'd say my ultimate surprise is no Sean Marino, that he wasn't in the, in the fold at all. Yeah, and I'd say Alshon Jeffrey being a replacement is a little shocking. I mean, he breakout player of the year as far as I'm concerned. And yeah. he was he's put in to replace Calvin Johnson and... I know this sounds maybe crazy town, but depending on how Calvin Johnson's surgery goes, I'd borderline draft Alshon Jeffrey above him. Crazy, not with Cutler in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I got called out for the crazy. Well, you, uh, and you don't know because you've got, you know, Caldwell now over there coaching with the uh, Lions. So it could be a whole new ball game. But I still get ner- nervous with Stafford. That makes me nervous. Yeah. Calvin Johnson doesn't make me nervous me. though okay and I will say that even though I got screwed out of a fantasy championship because of Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford um but I had Alshon Jeffries too and you know he had good games and bad games and it, it really depended on who his quarterback was and if if Cutler was in Jeffries did not have the game that he did the week before so I'm just saying he definitely was Brett McCown for sure, hands absolutely. down. Absolutely. But I think once Cutler got himself a game handed to him and almost lost it, he realized, hey, I have to throw the ball to someone other than just Brandon Marshall. Oh well, I'll have to so see we'll that. See. I'll have to see that. Brandon, who who did you think got snubbed? Other than that, other than Alshon. Um, I mean, I think that Nick Foles is a really great quarterback. I don't think anyone gave him enough credit. Uh, and, you know, a lot of defensive guys, it kind of got a little weird. Sometimes it goes to the senior guy and, you know, the guy that everyone knows rather than the guy who actually had better numbers. So, um, I don't know. I, 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 think, I think they did overall a pretty good job. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. Yeah. You think these changes in the Pro Bowl would make it like a more popular game to watch? 
Well, I'm a fantasy football girl. This is a fantasy football show. So I appreciate their nod to fantasy football with this draft. I'm interested to see if they decide to continue in this format. Um, I've always thought that it should be a skills-driven thing, kind of like the baseball um, pro pro days or whatever, you know, maybe punt, pass, kick, you know, something where it's like skill driven, or I think it'd be fun to feature the players, like give them each like a 10 minute YouTube video where they get to like feature their talents and talk about their position and their football. It's kind of almost a marketing tool. I think it'd be cool to get to know the player better as on an all pro level, but the actual game itself, they're all afraid of getting hurt and I get it. I agree. I just, like, so it's kind of hard. It's kind of a lose, lose. I think it'd be fun if you did that format, Brandon, if they all did something they don't do. Like, I would like to see Nadamik and Sue punting. I would like to see, you know? Because I thought it <laughs> was so sick. fun when you'd see... Go- when, <laughs> when Goskowski had to punt, and he was doing, like, 50, 60-yard punts, and he was so jazzed in the game because he was punting <laughs> so well. And everybody was just so hyped up for him. It was really fun. But well, no. and I feel like after this draft, that's exactly what this game's going to be like. It's going to be a. I hope it's. I hope it's like a circus show. That's what I think. That's what the Pro Bowl should be. You know, it should be fun. It should be entertaining. It should be. Things should be coming. You know, from left stage and right stage or whatever it's called. And just it's a. You know, it's just a big production. You know, it's more fun yeah, than an actual football game. Well, and I think like what kind of what Brandon said, I, I loved kind of the video cam. I think the personalities came out. It made you engage with them, which was really fun. My beef like every year is I, don't, I think this should be after the Super Bowl because there's a lot of players that are clearly the best players that aren't going to be able to be there. But more than, you know, anything, I think what was great about this is that it was con- it wasn't conference based. And I think that was a really big step in the right direction because a lot of times there's one conference may just have a lot better players than another some year. And the fact that you can only draft X number from each conference prior to this year is a little ridiculous. And so I liked that that was not the case this year. I agree. Yeah, let's open it up. Open it up. Yeah. Well, not only were football players picked for the Pro Bowl people, it also was the cheerleaders. <laughs> and not that we're going to go into names and uh, positions, um, but we're going to, I just want to know real quick. Favorite outfit? Which team? Throw it out there. I mean, again, it's not that my homer. Broncos, just because I love the chaps. Period. I just think I think it's the best. But for sure, the worst for me is the Saints. I don't understand the black boots. They're like these weird <laughs> little like trashy outfits. I think for me, that's much more concerning than anything else going on. The Saints cheerleaders. I just don't get it. I don't understand. It's terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're wearing chaps, you're winning. 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 Also, I'm old school. I like the Cowboys. I think the Eagles outfit is actually a bathing suit, and I contest. (laughs) You know what? I kind of, and I'm with you on the Cowboys because it's like old school. I like the Patriots, too. Because, again, it's like old school. It's like, yeah, those big, big uh, sleeves. It's very... Yeah, I don't know. I I, I liked it, but I didn't I like the, the Vikings Patriots. ones. No, the, the, the there were some really bad ones. The Jaguars. I mean, you have animal print. You can go somewhere with that. And theirs was like completely <laughs> disappointing. Brandon knows she's she's wearing the whole ensemble right now. It's I'm true. wearing flannel. Yeah. What would you call this? Cheetah. Leopard cheetah gray flannel cheetah pajamas right now. 
It's getting hot in her. Like, I it's definitely would not call it a cheerleading outfit. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not a cheerleading outfit. No. No. <laughs> However, I do think that it'd be cool if they featured the cheerleaders. Same thing with the players. Listen, these most of these women are trained dancers. Like, kind of so you think you can dance style. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be yeah. kind of cool no, to kind of highlight their actual skills? Yeah. I mean, people are kind of have this misconception that they're just like bopping around out there. No, they're, they're actual trained dancers, almost all of them. It's, it's pretty amazing. So I'd, I'd kind of like them to be featured a little more, too. Why not? Why Otherwise, not? why have them? I mean, that's I, kind of my question. I like that, Brandon. Don't just put women out there to stare at. Watch their skills, too. Yeah. Thank so. you. Which, Thank speaking you. of, um, I just want to say Cheryl Winch was the woman that was sitting on Dion's team that was, I guess, an NFL.com fantasy winner. Did you guys see that? Yep. Each team had a fantasy. Why did they person. not talk to her the whole night? Because it's Dion Sanders. She was totally blocked out. The other guy hugged the players, was involved. And I was like, um, why is the woman fantasy player not even being talked to? Step it up, NFL.com. I guess yeah. we're going to get some tweets Step to NFL this this evening, huh? I like it. Jerks. I'm stepping. <laughs> <laughs> They're too busy trying to get their employees out of jail, Brandon. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Sharper. All right. Had to throw you under there. Um, you know, skip past a little bit. So, ladies, if you had to draft your dream team, offense only, who would it be? Brandon, you go. All right, all right. This is just so hard. Okay, first of all, I'd pick Peyton Manning. He had the best season ever. Stop it. Stop debating it. It happened. Running back, Jamal Charles. Anyone who has the most receiving yards of all running backs, 693. Most receiving TDs, 7. Third highest rushing, 1287. Hello, where do I sit? He didn't even play the last game, people. He didn't even play the last game, and he's number one. Matt Forte, also kind of sad he went so late in the draft, but he's fabu. Josh Gordon, Alshon Jeffrey, and Antonio Brown, as far as I'm concerned, blow my mind. And Julius Thomas, I know, yes, yes, Jimmy Graham is the best. But Julius Thomas is a real close number two with Vernon Davis. Am I right? Right. I mean, with missing two games, he was still the third highest scoring tight end. He is a great find if you're in a dynasty league this year. And Stephen Hauschka, you know I love him from the Seattle Seahawks, my little kicker. Had him all season. I love him. And then Seattle defense in general. I would take all those guys. All of them. Yeah, I mean, Brian and I have almost the exact same team. I mean, Peyton, come on. It's not even a question. Charles, he's a shoe-in. Um, running backs, we, we do differ a little bit. I would ditch Forte and put LaShawn McCoy in. You know, they had the I same like amount too. of touchdowns, but McCoy had almost 300 more yards rushing than Forte. And they had nearly the same receiving yards. So for me, when push comes to shove, I'm going McCoy. Again, wide receivers, Josh Gordon, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, again, but I would, instead of Antonio Brown, I'd go with A.J. Green. And this one's really kind of a close call with me for Brown because Brown actually had more yards, but Green had more touchdowns. Mm. He had 11 compared to 8, and then he was targeted 15 more times than Brown. You know, both are really good. I wouldn't be mad if, you know, with either of them. And I, I can't believe Brandon didn't go Jimmy Graham for the tight end. <laughs> like, I'm a little shocked because he had over 400 more yards than dear Orange Julius. Four more touchdowns, 21 more receptions, and over 50 more targets. Dynasty league. <laughs> so, I'm going with youth. And Julius Thomas, as we now know, <laughs> is only good if Wes Welker is there to take out players. So That's right. right. I mean, that's, so a, that's a tandem. So technically that's two players, Brandon. 
And uh, right, we actually need an enforcer position in fantasy. Yeah. Yes. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wes Walker is the obvious top choice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then kicker, I'm going to go Goskowski just because he was the best all year. He's been great four years in defense. Sherman and the and the Seahawks, baby, no question. Very similar teams, Brian. We have very similar tastes. They're called stats, people. <laughs> yeah, not so much taste, it's just general knowledge. Oh, yeah. it's so good. It's so good. So what are your predictions for the big Pro Bowl game? We got we have any Sanders or Rice fans in the house? Uh, uh, I'm going with uh with the rice personally. All right, I'll go prime. I'll go prime time. I got this. I like his defense. I think Luke Keekley is one of my new favorite players. I actually love Carolina in general. I think Jamal Charles is mind-blowing. And Eddie Lacy. That guy's a little tank. Did you see him? Yeah, not what I expected. Doesn't look like his picture in any of the uh, fans. (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody else think that? I didn't know who he was either. The pictures did not line up. Something went wrong. Not even remotely. Like, he's got this, like, really nice, pretty face in Yahoo. And then I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs) I don't understand. Like, in every angle, it was completely different. I didn't know who he was. I don't think he was was even a real person. so sweet. Yeah, he was so sweet. And I was like, who is this, like, brute? And then he stands up, and he's literally like a bowling ball. He looked 200 pounds bigger than he does in any game and any picture. (laughs) Yes. It was unbelievable. I was totally blown away by Andy Lacey. I will say Cordell Patterson, though, is one of my new favorites. A, he's adorable. He's super handsome, too. But B, I just think he's very talented. Great special teams player. And I think he's going to be a great receiver once, I don't know, the Vikings have a quarterback. Any quarterback. Hello. Paging. Yeah. That doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. It's so sad. But, um, yeah. I thought it was kind of fun. So, I don't know. I guess I'm going to go prime because I think, you know, defense is pretty good when the offense is trying to save themselves. I just think you're think really underestimating a pissed off Brennan Marshall, Brennan. No, that's true. That actually would tip me over. <laughs> I'll tell you what tips me, and I think everybody already got it already. I hate the Colts. I'm going rice. <laughs> I'm going rice. I'm going rice. Who are you going to hate rice. next year? Yeah, Courtney. Ugh, are you, you allowed to carry over to next season? Absolutely, Ashley. Absolutely. The, uh, you know what? And it stinks because. Mr. Luck is so young. He's going to be in the NFL for so much longer, and I have to hate him for another 12 years. And I'm okay with that. I'm absolutely okay with that. Now, Do you want me to get you one of those hats? Yeah. I don't need any luck. What hat? I don't know what hat you're talking about. <laughs> what do you mean, what hat? What do you, what do you, the ta- hat from tonight? Oh, the epic hat. <laughs> what hat? Oh, please do. Please do. I'm going to email Mr. Luck personally and ask for that hat. I'm going to give him to sign it for you. Well, oh, he'll be too so sl- busy answering his guest contract. <laughs> so, you know, some like crazy persons would be like, no, really, I want you to model for me. Uh, I was going to say, he's going to be in some, like, grooming commercial next year. Yeah. And, ugh, This is actually a a brilliant ploy. He's going to do the one where you dye your beard. And they could show him dyeing his neck. 
what is that movie? Uh, Princess Diaries, <laughs> when they have the big makeover, or or when she grew up five more years, uh, the Devil Wears Prada. Um, we can have that with luck. Are you we saying the NFL some... needs to call up Julie Andrews and have an intervention? Absolutely. If I don't see Tim Gunn in the locker room of the Colts, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> Make, it mad. <laughs> Make it work. Make it work. Make it work. Andrew Luck is the ultimate make it work. I mean, but he makes it work. He's a great player. Or it's like Queer Eye for the football guy. There you go. That'd be good. Oh, very nice. They need to bring that show back. Are you listening, Bravo? Are you listening? It's actually on Esquire now. They bought him out. Unfortunate, um, but it was. Bravo I don't know initially. why I know that. But yeah, why good. do you know that? Oh, because they're <laughs> so good. It's so good. Whenever Queer Eye for the Straight Guys on, I totally watch it. I had a whole marathon the other day. It was awesome. Do you know that etiquette says you pay a one dollar tip for every drink that you drink at the bar? Yeah. Doesn't everyone know that? <laughs> <laughs> I always. Or do tip I just two drink three? Too much. Oh, yeah. I, I always tip t- yeah. two or three. Well. But you have to at least tip at least a dollar per drink, minimum. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting because in, you know, New York, like, everything's expensive. But especially the drinks are dumb. They're, like, 15 bucks a drink. So if you only tip a dollar, that's, like, less than 10%. But they said that, actually, they're ripping you off twice because you're paying more for your drink and you have to tip more. And that's just not fair. I thought that was kind of sassy and fun. It's like, but I still tip three dollars on fifteen. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so really, you got okay. an eighteen dollar drink. That's fine. So really, I got an eighteen dollar cocktail that probably cost me two in real world. Um, yeah, but I'm really excited for the Super Bowl. And by the way, I live in New York City, and I forgot to mention that um, I'm going to Media Day on Tuesday. If you are one of our listeners and you are going to be there, tweet us. I want to hang out with you. And also, I'm going to the Super Boulevard in Times Square if you're going to be here, too. Because you know what? Maybe our listeners have money, and they're going to pay $2,500 to sit in the freezing cold for the Super Bowl. Hey. Congrats. Yeah. So reach if out you're to, one of those people. Reach out to Brandon. <laughs> she would love to see you. I'm going to be searching eBay to find Courtney the Andrew Luck hat. So if you <laughs> find it, reach out to me on Twitter. <laughs> and I'm going to be on eHarmony trying to find Ashley a date. So No, no. I'm going to date Tucker, remember? Oh, Tucker, Tucker. Hello, Tucker. He just Tucker, got engaged. I'm sorry. What? You played this entire episode to tell me that? I'm so sorry. And Alex Smith is married, too. I guess that just leaves the I'm bowling sorry. ball Eddie Lacy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's so nice. Well, have fun, you guys. The Sunday at the Pro Bowl should be awesome. But more importantly, the championship game is the Sunday after. Enjoy your Super Bowl treats, cocktails, have fun. Be safe. Thank you so much for listening to Her Fantasy Football, the Pro Bowl, Super Bowl edition. Make sure to check us out on Twitter at Her Fantasy FB and come see our random posts on HerFantasyFootball.com. Until t- next time, no more faking it. <laughs>